We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Kifa Blakesley. And today we are reviewing the films Insidious Chapter 2, Wizard of Oz, The Croods, Media Day, and The Hook. So right now we are speaking with Raven about Insidious Chapter 2. Thank you for joining us today, Raven. So how are you today? I am doing very well. Thank you for having me. How are you, Brianna? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. So can you please tell me about this thriller of a film? Yes, okay, so Insidious Chapter 2 is obviously the second um, film in the Insidious series, um, based on the name. So pretty much it follows the Lambert family, who is the center of attention in the first film, and it's pretty much them. Um, In the first film, their son is being haunted, and the father, um, Josh Lambert, has to go into the spirit world and rescue his son but when him and his son come out of the spirit world something sort of like sinister follows them out um so in this film it's all about the family they go and they stay with um josh's mother and it's all about Mm -hmm. them sort of trying to escape the horror of what's been going on to them but when they're back in josh's mother's house these old family secrets arise and sort of josh's childhood gets brought into question so pretty much it's just them trying to figure out if they can finally get rid of all of these awful spirits or if they will be haunted forever okay (laughs) you're just like or if they'll be haunted forever super positive way to kick off the show yes (laughs) um when i saw the trailer for this and i've seen it many many times on tv i was just like raven has probably already watched this and she's probably already been like this is a great movie (laughs) yeah you you just you just you just like thrillers i do i like scary horror films i do so to everyone out there that likes horror films, Raven is your girl. <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> yes. This film is under the direction of James Wan. How do you think this film is directed by him? I love his directing style. He um he directed also uh the Saw series and um, a bunch of other scary film series, but I really like Saw because it's really scary um and I like scary <laughs> movies. But I think he did an awesome job, and I think um I think this film is is not just a scary movie like it's so entertaining to watch visually like the visuals in this film and the cinematography are incredible and i know that typically goes to the director of cinematography um Mm -hmm. but the director of this whole movie influences this a lot and um 
I like his use of color, honestly, in all of the films that he's done, and in this film particularly, because whenever they go into the spirit realm or, like, you know, there's scenes where they're, like, in like the world of the dead or whatnot it's pretty much everything looks like regular life like the set is the same but there's a lot of fog and the color is sort of like a bluish green so it's like Mm. a very subtle difference to let the audience know that um you're in a different realm but I think in this film it's really cool because they go into this house and I'm not gonna give a bunch away but they go into this house and um it's really sketchy and everything's blue, but like the door into the like the really creepy part of the house is bright red and it just pops so much against, um, you know, the blue against the other stuff, stuff. Up, up against everything else. And I think it was very it's very visually entertaining. Oh, well, see, when I look at a film, I well, I don't watch scary films, but the one scary film that I watch, and it's not even that scary, but I'm just going to say it's scary. Um, I watched it, and um, I thought that the visuals were, since the time period that it was made, it was very good, but it was, like, very old. But now that you, like, describe this, it's kind of like, whoa. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's different. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Because it's Absolutely. the time difference. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> anyway, some of the stars of Insidious Chapter 2 are Patrick Wilson and Rose Bryan and Barbara Hershley. Hersh- he? Her- yeah, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> so how is their acting? Is it believable or since this is a scary film? Um, I really like the acting in this film. Uh, the thing is, I in in the very beginning I was actually really disappointed um, with Patrick Wilson because I was like what why is his character like being so weird like he was my favorite character in the last film and I was like he's being so weird and I don't understand like why like he it almost seemed like the acting was like really forced and it was like not believable and I was like what's going on but then later in the movie I realized it was totally purposeful because he made his character just a little bit off and just a little bit weird um and it was perfect and so I think the acting was incredible and I think Patrick Wilson is amazing and everybody else was incredible they they did fantastic everyone else was amazing and this person was amazing and yeah that's all I have to really? say yeah yeah you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton and I'm your co-host Kiefer Blakesley and you're listening to Voice America Kids and today we're reviewing the films Insidious Chapter 2 Wizard of Oz, The Croods, Media Day, and Hook. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven about the film Insidious Chapter 2. And we were just talking about... Is how awesome the, like, everyone is. <laughs> yes, how awesome and great everyone is. Yeah. And how the acting was really good and how she was kind of confused about one of the characters and she was all yeah. like, whoa, that's why. I wanted to mention a thing about this film that I think is very smart because in a lot of scary movies, they're just scary and it's just like an hour and a half or however long the film is of just terrifying. But there are two characters in this film and their assistants to Elise, who is like sort of the psychic in this movie, I guess. And she like contacts the dead and they are the funniest characters ever. They are so hilarious and they are so dumb, but like in a smart way. I don't know. They're just really <laughs> amazing. So I just wanted to 
mention them because I think it was really clever of this film to have comic relief Mm -hmm. um because whenever there were parts where it was so so intense and I was like hiding my face like yes even me I was scared and I was like covering my face (gasps) I I was like covering my face and I was like oh my gosh then they pop in and everybody starts laughing and it's sort of it's a nice amount of relief without overdoing like the comedic because this movie isn't a comedy you know it's a scary movie but that was a nice touch I just thought I'd add (laughs) I <laughs> just thought I'd add that little bit in. Yeah. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, because when you watch a scary movie, you, I mean, you're there to be scared because it is a scary movie, but you don't want to be scared out of your wits that it's like, that's all you feel. It's also, it's also bad if the movie is just completely scary, because then, like, you're, you're so scared, so there's no ups and downs. It's yeah. nice when they scare you, and then they make you feel comfortable again, so then being scared again is even more impactful. <laughs> more you know? scary. If you're just scared throughout the entire thing, like, eventually the scariness starts to get old, you know, like. Yeah, that you know that, mm-hmm. Yeah. I yes. get you, sister. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, how was the makeup and costumes? Oh, I thought the um the costume. Well, the costume design. I mean, they're in modern times. Um, mm-hmm. so it was pretty normal. But okay, so there's this like creepy lady, and she's like the mother of death. She never really like gets a name. She's just like the mother of death, and she's in like the spirit realm, and she's like kind of haunting the family's house, I guess, a little bit. I don't know. She's so creepy because like you go into her world, which is like I I was saying like the red door and everything. Mm-hmm. Um in the spirit realm blue place yeah totally in that blue place yeah so you go into her world and everything like is sort of like older because it's sort of going back in time to like when she was alive so the costumes are a little bit more like victorian i guess Mm -hmm. um but her makeup was incredible because i don't know if you see the trailers like you know the lady who's like pointing and screaming and like her face is like it looks human but there's something a little bit off about it like her mouth Uh is really big and like oh yeah, yeah yes 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 yeah Okay, so the makeup was incredible because, like, even when she wasn't being, like, creepy and sort of, like, obviously there was some CGI to make her face, like, morph and whatnot, but, um, yeah. like, just the the makeup was so creepy and, like, the makeup of some people in this, like, yeah. hospital that they go to is so creepy. So I thought they did a really good job at, um, that's what makes it creepy is because, like, they look human, but there's something a little bit off about them, and so it's yeah. just, like, really creepy. That so, makes them not. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, it's like when she when she doesn't even act scary or, or or she's not in the scene that she's supposed to be scary, her face still reminds you that, you know, she's not human. <laughs> anyway, so how many stars do you give this film? Because I know you give it a lot. Um, I actually give this film um uh four out of five stars because it was very entertaining and it was really good but it wasn't it wasn't the scariest movie and it I mean I like the insidious movies but honestly I think they're gonna make a third one and I don't think they should and I mean it's it's a good they're good movies but they're not the best yeah I mean that's that's what you feel like sometimes anyway so what is the age range that you give it and okay I'm gonna ask you this what is the age range you give it and what is the rating of this film um, the rating of the film is PG-13, and I think 13 and up is good because um, there's not really any profanities or anything. And, um, I, I mean, it's a scary movie, but, you know, it's just a scary movie. Like, there's nothing ridiculously gory or anything. There's just, like, the whole mm-hmm. supernatural aspect. Yeah, so, it's scary and... So I um, think 13 and up could handle yeah. it for sure. And if you saw the first film and you liked it, you could definitely see the second one for sure. Yeah, well, I probably wouldn't see it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not a scary person. I don't, yeah, you know me. (laughs) Well, Raven, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Insidious Chapter 2. Absolutely. 
<laughs> it's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. I'm doing great. How are you? Wonderful. So, can you give us a general synopsis of the film? So, Hook is basically about Robin Williams, who plays Peter Pan. And now... Everyone thought that Peter Pan could never grow up, never. And actually, this movie, he is a grown man. And Captain Hook actually wants revenge on him for beating him up when Peter Pan was young. So he takes Peter Pan's kids, kidnaps them, takes them to Neverland. And Peter Pan has to remember and use his imagination to save his kids. Well, that sounds like a wonderful story. It I is. Want, I always wanted to see Peter Pan grow up. We have some big actors in this film, like Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman. How do you think the actors play off each other? 
I think the actors did incredibly well. Uh, Robin Williams, I'm a huge fan of Robin Williams. I feel like every movie that he does is so hilarious and it always is just the best. So he he did a great job in this movie and it was it was so much fun to watch. I totally agree with you. I love Robin Williams. He's a wonderful actor. Yes. The director of this film is the world-renowned Steven Spielberg. And how do you think, did you enjoy the direction he was going for in this film with the actors, the sets, and all that? Absolutely. This movie was made, twenty, like, over 20 years ago. And it's still, like, that's the thing that Steven Spielberg has. He has... He knows how to make movies just feel like it was made yesterday and still keeps you wanting to know more and never gets you like bored with the plot. So he did a great job with this movie and the sets, they they did so good with the sets, even though, you know, some of the props were a little bit old fashioned, but that's because it was made in like the 1980s. So, but I think he did a really good job in the direction he was going with. It's like making a Peter Pan number two. I agree. I loved, I watched this film when I was really young. One of the first films I saw was this. And I love this film. So I totally agree with you with the direction of Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, what kind of film do you think it is? Is it comedy, drama, whimsy? I, I think it would be, well, it's obviously very fiction. It also is fantasy because, you know, Peter Pan flies and they're eating imaginary food. <laughs> Imaginary food, wow. If only I can have that, because then I wouldn't have to eat actual food. I feel like I'm not exactly. eating too much. <laughs> yep, that would be the life. <laughs> Who is your favorite character in this film? Because there's so many timeless characters. I think my favorite character is, it has to be Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is just, oh. she's so amazing. She's so little, yet she has this big personality. And she just like wants to be heard and she's hilarious too because when she doesn't get what she wants, she knows how to get back at people and she's adorable. I love Tinkerbell. I love Tinkerbell too because the actress, Julia Roberts, she's just so lively and so chipper. She's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. What is the main moral to you? I think the main moral, as Peter Pan would probably say, like, don't grow up too fast. Peter Pan, in this movie, Peter Pan is such, like, a workaholic. He just worked and worked and worked, and his kids weren't getting the attention that they wanted, and his wife was getting angry because all he did was on the phone with work, and he grew up kind of bitter and just all about work, and he didn't embrace his childhood. That's why he forgot all about Neverland. So that's exactly the the moral is how to grow up so fast. Well, that seems like a great moral, not just for kids, but mostly just adults. And I like how I like I like how a film actually gives a moral to adults instead of kids. That's something very rare too. Yeah. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm Brianna Hopiton. And today we're talking about the films. The Crude's Media Day, Wizard of Oz, Insidious, and Hook. Let's take a break. I'm Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm Brianna Hopiton. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're talking about the films The Crude's Media Day, Wizard of Oz, Insidious, and Hook. And we were just talking about, Jillian, of how not to grow, not to 
lose your child and not to be stingy and all that when you and to have that sort of kid in your heart when you're older. Now, Jaylene, what did you think? Well, who would you recommend this film to? I definitely recommend this film to children of all ages. Like, I enjoyed it. My my family enjoyed it. Like, this is definitely a family movie. You would love to watch this with entire family. Like, or with your friends. It's it's a really good movie, and I enjoyed it a lot. And what you think of the comedy? Because there's some really funny scenes in here, especially with Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman together. Yeah, the comedy was just, it was great. There was, there was dry humor, and then there was, like, like those, like, knee-slapper jokes where it's like, ha-ha-ha. And um, Tinkerbell, just her facial expressions are so funny. And Robin Williams, he definitely has comedic timing, which makes the comedy a lot better. And, yeah, so I think it, it's really good. And what is your favorite scene? Out of every, out of anything, just scene. So remember when I was talking about imaginary food? So this scene is when Robin Williams, Peter Pan, gets to Neverland and they're all having dinner and he's still kind of creeped out, iffy about this whole, like a whole bunch of children living in trees and stuff. And he, all the kids are like excited for dinner and he goes and they're all, he sits down and he sees nothing, absolutely nothing on everybody's plate, yet everyone has their eyes like open big and their mouths are watering. And then he's like, what are they all looking at? Because he did not have his imagination. All the other kids were picturing ginormous amounts of foods and pudding and chicken and rice and everything. And then, so Tinkerbell's like, imagine, like use your imagination. You got this, you have it. And then all of a sudden, he, he closes his eyes really hard and then he opens his eyes and he sees a ginormous buffet of, t of food on the table. And that that's the moment like he was starting to become Peter Pan again, the one that the young Peter Pan that everyone loved. And he got into his imagination back and he finally got to enjoy his dinner. Wow. I want that in real life. Just imagine yeah. anything. You get food. That actually <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> and... What is the character you most relate to? Um, I think the character that I most relate to, that's really tricky, but I think that I would relate to maybe Peter Pan. Um, well, I guess when he was younger, because there's flashbacks when Peter Pan was younger and he just wanted to have fun and he didn't really worry about a thing. And then he kind of he kind of had to have that imagination come back again when he was a grown-up so I mean I hope to be a, a fun grown-up with ginormous imagination like a kid like now so well that sounds I think that sounds great especially I would like to be a pan more because that's because that's kind of the guy I am let's yeah. take a break let's take a break I'm Kiefer Blakesley and I'm your co-host Brianna Hopiton and you are listening to Voice America Kids We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the films Insidious Chapter 2, Wizard of Oz, The Crude's Media Day, and Hook. So right now, we're speaking with Jerry about The Crude's Media Day for the DVD release. Thank you for joining us today, Jerry. So how are you? I'm doing very good. How about you? I'm doing wonderful, Jerry. I absolutely, positively love The Croods. I love the storyline, the voice actors, the animation, and I know you've just attended the press junket, conveniently, and for the DVD release, and I'm sure you will tell, that, will tell us all about it. But before we get into that, can you tell us your wonderful experience? Well, my experience at The Croods, you know, it was a lot of fun. We saw DreamWorks Animation Studios in beautiful California, which looked amazing, honestly. It does not look like a studio if you've ever been to one. It mm-hmm. looks more like a college campus, honestly. Mm. Oh, so you were being you were in college for a day. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looked like I was in college for a day with super advanced technology and stuff. Yes. So can you tell me a little bit about the film for those listeners that don't know? Well, the film is about, uh, well, this family, you know, 
they uh it's uh, this time that nobody really knows about and you know it's this time that it's not actually marked and just a very different time and this is big caveman family you know mm -hmm. uh two boys two girls uh two parents and a grandmother and um they live in a cave for their entire life and uh they really don't like one of the kids don't really like it there you know teenager and stuff and mm -hmm. one day their cave gets kind of destroyed and they have to leave their cave and look for a new cave now on the way there they change quite a lot and run into a lot of dangerous and weird things mm. well that that sounds action-packed and very confusing but um what did you most like about this film since we're on it you know, I'd have to say what I most like about this film is the voice acting because this film, it was just amazing. You know, the voice acting was awesome. Um, I was able to direct, I was able to direct uh, the, uh, no, sorry. I was able to talk to the directors and uh, it, their input was fantastic. And I just thought the voice actors did fantastic. Wow. See, I love how in animation, it's, they can change their voices or, or not even change their voices. Their voices are just really good for animation so that when they get deep into their character, it really sounds like like you're you're there with them because they, they drag you into it and their voice is just really, really, it really expresses their character. So did you, I think, I'm just going to just put this out there. Um, I think you interviewed the director, Kirk D'Amico and Chris Sanders. So how was that? You know, it was a lot of fun. That was probably one of my biggest uh, interviews yet. And it was a lot of fun. There was a really uh, impressive set, honestly. And when, um, and they're just a lot of fun to talk to, you know. It was a very fun and, uh, you know, very comfortable. And it just felt like I was talking to a good friend. <laughs> I would love to meet. A, a lot of the directors that I've watched movies for because um, it's like seeing a movie and then a couple of days after that watching, I mean not watching but talking to the director that made it so it's kind of like you're you're with you're with him creating the movie so maybe that's just me maybe I'm just crazy but <laughs> so who did you get to meet other than the director? Well, um, we didn't get to meet many people that was actually like voices, but we did get to meet many animators. We actually, uh, we actually did a little drawing thing when we drew some of the animals from the movie with one of the right, with one of the animators, and um, it was just a lot of fun. Oh, so when you talk to them, and I know you, you love talking to people with. <laughs> in the film industry because you are a young film critic yourself. So how is it to talk to people that kind of do the same thing as you? You know, it was very interesting and I enjoyed it quite a lot because I, like I said, it feels like I'm talking to a good old friend and <laughs> everything's just comfortable and nothing. Peachy cream. To... Huh? <laughs> peachy cream. It's my saying. Peachy cream. Yeah, peachy cream. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm so glad you had that great interview with them. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we're reviewing the films Insidious Chapter 2, 
Wizard of Oz, The Croods Media Day, and Hook. So right now, let's continue speaking with Jerry about The Croods Media Day. And we were just speaking about his experiences and how talking to the directors and other people that were involved in this film was just speaking to old friends. So you just said moments before that you interviewed um, the animators. So I know there had to be a lead animator. So did you interview him and how was that? Well, I don't know if there was like a lead lead animator, but mm-hmm. um, almost all the animators, they're like more animator for a specific character. Like I get to meet with the animator for oh. this character and this character, nerdily for that character. I don't believe unless it's one of the directors that there's an actual like top, top animator. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have characters that you have to make, then that's your job and, and that's what you have to do. So I don't think there really should be a top because you're all important in my world. <laughs> yes, very important. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so in your experience that you had, did you, was it all that you expected? That's what I'm trying to say. I never expected DreamWorks to be so beautiful. That's one, two. I never expected um to be such little people there. That's two, three. Um, I there's one thing I didn't expect is that they show us a lot more stuff than I thought they didn't. I thought they'll show us maybe set there, set here. That's it. But um, if you know what it is, uh, um, you know what CG studio is? Yes. Yes. Well, we got to see a CG studio, and they basically oh. used it for an example for um for the film, so for the animator, so they can you know see how the character walks around, and it's just very very cool. And, and uh, I got to participate in the little activity they're doing. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. I would love to go to that because I just I'm just those kind of people. So just curious because I just like to ask people questions it's my kind of duty did the junket did the junket day give you more insight on how animators do things like animations are made because I mean you see animation on the tv screen or on the movie screen and you just you just you just see you just wonder how that is so did it give you an insight on how they were you know, we definitely saw more and more. I already knew the basics. They draw something, they look at it, they do it in CG studios, which is actually a very new thing for movies. And then they actually animated using super advanced technology. But I never got got to see the nitty gritty of all of it. And this was the first time, and oh my God, was it so much fun. Wow. See... I mean, for you to even learn about that much, about how they do, like, the surface cover things, I think I think that's amazing because a lot of us don't have the opportunity to do that. So I am very, very, I guess, proud. I'm proud of you. Was there anything surprising about the animation process? Because, again, as we said before, you learned a little bit about it. Um, I don't really think so. I just think it was really basic. If you want to find out how they do it, draw something, do it in CG, which was very new, like I said, and then they actually animate it. And um, it can get much more complicated to that if you actually look into it. But um, it's really just those three main steps. And after a while, then they do voice and all of that fancy stuff. 
all that other stuff. So really quick, they are making a Croods 2. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I, I thought it was so nice that we can see what else happens to the family. So what do you think about that decision? What? I completely agree. <laughs> yes. I completely agree, and I cannot wait to see it. If you did not know this, but um, the first movie, it took almost 10 years to make it. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Yes, and it it uh, cost a lot of money, but it made almost $200 million more million than the other one. And, well, the, their budget. And mm-hmm. also, uh, they're expecting the second one to release, guess what year? 2019. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, it's quite far away from now, but, um, you know, time uh, makes perfect, and it's just a very long time, and they're going to make it a perfect movie. Yes, they have to, because it's such a long time. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about your whole experience at the press junket of the Croods. Well, thank you so much for letting me talk to you. It was very fun. Anytime, anytime. (laughs) Please check it out on DVD. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 
You're tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Eva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And we're going to talk about the films, The Crude's Media Day, Wizard of Oz, Insidious, and Hook. And right now we are talking with Anthony on The Wizard of Oz. How are you doing, Anthony? I am doing good, thank you. How are you? I am doing wonderful, thank you very much. Now, this is a classic film. And it was it's one of the best films, I think, in my opinion. What do you think of the acting in this film? Well, I mean, it is, as you say, it's an old-time favorite. I mean, they always, I just love the acting of how they do do it. Um, I mean, they act just like how the character would in real life. So, I think that's good. And this is a movie that goes, one of the first movies to go from color, well, go from black and white to color, and that's really eye-popping. What did you think of the colorful sets and costumes once it gets into that? Well, I thought that it was pretty cool, just the costumes. I mean, I know it was the magical land of Oz, but I still think it's kind of creepy when you see, like, the, um... The munchkins and those tiny little, little like, gigantic, bright-colored clothes. And it, I, I mean, I still like the movie. Just it kind of looks kind of weird. It kind of looks creepy. I never, well, they do kind of look a little creepy with the tiny little, little men. But, yeah, that's interesting. That I never heard anyone call them creepy. Well, maybe a few, but. Uh, so, this is a musical. as timeless music what do you think of the musical numbers the dance sequences and the songs wow i never really thought about that um i'd say that the music was really good i mean after i watched the movie i had some songs like stuck in my head from that movie so i mean it's a re i think that the songs are really good uh and how they sound well that sounds great. Anything else you can say about the songs, like the lyrics? Don't. Um. Yeah. I guess that one thing that I wouldn't really like about the songs is that some t- they do a lot of the same words again and again and again. Hmm. Well, they do use that kind of melody a lot. What is your favorite character? There's so many timeless characters in this film um well i said my favorite character was the lion because i mean he does want to get courage from the um from the wizard and he's so scared which makes him so funny about the actions of what he does it he's just so funny because he's so scared well that sounds hilarious i love the lion he's one of, he's one of my favorite characters, too, because he's so funny. And he's the actor who plays him. It's just like, oh, why'd you have to beat me up? That's not nice. <laughs> he's hilarious. And I'm sorry. I should. We should have, since I know a lot of people 
know this this story, but can you tell us the story just in case those people who haven't seen this film? Well, yeah, so this movie is all about a girl named Dorothy who, well, eventually goes through a tornado and is trapped in the world of Oz, where she meets some new people such as the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow. They all want something from the Great Wizard of Oz. The Tin Man wants a heart, the Scarecrow wants a brain, and the Lion wants courage. Dorothy just wants to go home. She does meet bad people, too, such as the Wicked Witch of the West. Wow. And again, it still seems like a timeless classic. That story is always going to be in my heart every time I watch this film. These eye-popping colors and costumes, how do they look on the big IMAX screen? Well, I think that they looked really it looked really good. It's such an, a bigger screen than it was. I mean, like I said, it is an old-time favorite. I always really love this movie, and I love that now it's on a gigantic screen. I totally agree with you. I'm just going to buy my ticket just because I want to see it on the big screen. I have it on DVD, but it's worth just seeing it on the big screen. Now... What do you think the moral of the story is? Hmm. Well, it's kind of difficult to say. I I really haven't thought about that. I'd probably say that, like, it's pretty much showing that Dorothy just wants to get home. She, she'll do anything, really. She just, she wants to get home to her Annie Ann or Annie Ann. Um, but she will do anything. She meets a lot of people. She even, she has to do a lot of bad things, too. But she'll do anything to get home. Well, I would do anything to get home, too. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And we were just talking to, and we are talking about the films, the Croods, Media Day, Wizard of Oz, Insidious, and Hook. And we were just talking about Anthony, of how Dorothy Gale just wants to get home to her Annie Am or Auntie Am, and she'll just do anything to get home. So, who would you recommend this film to? Well, I said that I would recommend it to all ages, because, I mean, there isn't really that bad of a movie it's not bad really at all there's no really bad things in this that would scare any kids actually i think that the kids would think it's pretty funny um so it's pretty much good for anyone well i'll be afraid of the wicked witch of the west because that still scares me that laugh (laughs) oh Oh, yeah and the flying monkeys gives me nightmares, but for, for kids nowadays, I don't think they'll be totally af- afraid of it. So, this film, does it still hold up? Because it may be timeless to other people, but some people may think it's cheesy, it's just campy. Does it still hold up as a film? Yes, it, it does for me. I mean, like, for my whole family, this movie has been amazing. Even if it's getting old and people think it is cheesy, 
I mean, I could agree with them in some ways, but this movie is just—I just love this movie. I totally agree. I can watch this film over and over, and still I can feel like if I just get rupee slippers, tap them three times, I can still go home, even though I'm sitting in my home watching the film. I don't need them, but I digress. <laughs> so, how many stars would you give this film? I'd say I'd probably give it four out of five stars. I mean, I love like everything about this movie, though um, only like a few things I kind of have a little bit of trouble with. Um, I mean, some parts that I don't really get or some parts that like just creep me out kind of, but I mean, this movie is really, really good. So I'd give it four out of five. And since we still have some time left, uh, what do you think of cinematography? We got big castles, we got cornfields, apple trees. What did you think of the cinematography? Well, I mean, they have so many things. Uh, um, so many things that like literally pop out at you. It's it's so cool. The colors are really nice. I'd say that it's perfect. I totally agree with you. This is a perfect film. You can see this film on IMAX. Thank you so much, Anthony, for talking about this classic film. You're welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest films and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to w www.kidsfirst.org Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! 
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 